Hi, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Not Funny Guys proudly present Off the Reels. I'm Casey Franklin, one of your hosts, joined by Jonathan Evans and Eric Leinbarger. You didn't you didn't give me any sort of lead in Casey. Jeez. I'm I'm sorry. I saw a message that popped up. Friends, episode... indeed. Yes, Friends I'm indeed. sorry. So this is episode 47. Episode <laughs> 47. Um, I apologize if I uh, lost count. He's never I'm... count past 45 before. So <laughs> did I say for, what did I say? What did I did I say a number? I don't. No, think you I didn't say anything yet. I was just. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to be nice. I oh, I thought you were making sure we had it at the tip of our tongues. You know, I thought you were making it's, fun. You know, of me. we're sorry. we're getting up there. I've got to say, guys, I'm kind of proud. We're coming up on one year's worth of shows. I I believe. We might actually be around the one year mark now. I, I I didn't mark my calendar. I thought you were making an ageism joke there for a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you're right. We are getting really close to one year. Yeah. I mean, we we had to miss a week, uh, you know, a few weeks back. I know for for some family stuff and stuff like that. I think we had another week or two missed. Uh, yeah. Before. But I believe that would put us around our one year mark. I, like I said, I I I didn't mark my calendars. Yeah, back. we're we're really close. That's that's yeah. really exciting. Who would have yeah. thought we would have ever made it this far? Because certainly not I. <laughs> it's all <laughs> thanks to the to the listeners. It it is all thanks Maybe to the listeners. Maybe one day viewers. Who knows? We'll we'll, we'll go YouTube one day. We've talked about it. That I was my we, dirty mouth. <laughs> I, I think we'll do YouTube at some point in time. We'll just have to make sure that you're um, not enjoying any of your clove cigarettes. I can enjoy clove cigarettes. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think my 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 icon, my <laughs> my my Jeff of kisses, uh, has, has taught me that. He has. He has. So, what did you guys do this week? Anything fun? Anything exciting? Seven for seven, baby, on trivia. Ooh, what? <laughs> no, was coming. yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do for ten for ten? I mean, hopefully hit it. Um, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there. I'm not I'm not even assuming eight for eight yet. All right, all right, John. What'd you do? Anything fun? Uh, midterm conferences with students. Ooh, not that bad. <laughs> yeah, you say that. You Maybe say I spend that. a lot of time sitting in my office talking to them very briefly on Zoom, mostly. All right, all right. Uh, I I got to watch my kitchen get destroyed, which was exciting, and I caught up on some television. Yeah, those um, pictures looked uh, pretty nuts. Of your, uh, I don't even feel like you can call it a kitchen. The pictures you sent the the room. Yeah, <laughs> the crazy room. The room. Um, That's about it at this point. But I, but I did use it to do some. I did use the week to to catch up on some TV. We're we're slowly working on Last of Us, and we've nice. been watching some night uh, night court and. You know, I've been doing some movies. I watched uh, Rocky II. Um, we're not going to have a rant this week of me talking about how awful Rocky is because it, it's still a bad movie, but Rocky II is at least better <laughs> than Rocky. Ah, um, so Rocky II is better than Rocky. They made me like a character, kind of, and I, it's Mickey because there's the point when Mickey's like, should we just go knock his block off? And I'm like, yes, I, I agree with you, Mickey. Let's go knock his block off. <laughs> So it was okay, something so kind of enjoyable. I can't think of Rocky, and especially the Mickey character of Rocky, without thinking of like the what is it, the cool nest tea, like or the Lipton iced tea, the brisk iced tea, like oh that's brisk, baby. You're like, uh, oh, it's over, Rock. Nothing's over. Just give me a brisk iced tea. You don't remember <laughs> those like uh, claymation commercials? Not at all. No, I'm completely I got. I got. <laughs> lost on that one. <laughs> hey, speaking of lost, I wanted to interrupt earlier, but didn't. Um, okay. I had another thing that I did this week. 
Oh. I got lost in the woods, literally. <laughs> Behind okay. my house. Detail, detail real quick. I, I'm going to let this keep going. All right. For a so, so I went out for a, for a hike with my dog, and we were doing some trails, newer trails. Uh, like So an area that we've been before, we right down to the Potomac. Um, and you can kind of, there's a few little trails in that area. And so we went, you know, kind of did a new trail, but I knew the path. Uh, there's a little map at the start of the trail. So I remember the, that map and, and kind of knew my way back. And it was pretty easy. It was like doing a box. Mm-hmm. And then I cross over and do another trail. And at that point, this is after like a torrential rain the, the day before. So everything's washed out. So as I'm trying to make my way through washed out trail here, take this left, take that right. Um, eventually I end up, it's, I, I say lost loosely cause it's still a blazed trail. Right. So I was still able to, to kind of follow the blazes at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up turning an hour and a half or expected hour and a half hike into three and a half hours. Um, as I walked like, so if you knew where I lived and, and could picture it, I basically walked completely out of the way and had to completely backtrack on the street. Once I did find my way back, which took me walking around what may have been one of Trump's golf courses. And I'm not very happy about that. Oh, well, well, I'm glad that you were, you were found, you were lost <laughs> and then you were found. I'm glad you, glad you did it, but I'm especially not happy. Let me, let me make sure I clarify here for any of the, our MAGA yeah. fans out there. I, I know we have all two of you. that, 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 um, you know, bill from, from Arizona, probably. Um, so bill, I want you to know my main reason I was That'd upset. Be Scott. <laughs> no scott's a different guy we like scott um he he writes in uh one of the things that i i did not make me like the golf course and that i had to walk around it was that there was no sidewalks on the edge of the road with my dog and so i'm sitting there just walking down gravel for like two miles so that was that was my uh that was my frustration that's an intentional move by golf courses you should listen to the malcolm gladwell episode where he talks about that really about golf courses and the problems with them yeah, oh, he has a total revisionist history episode about that and how, yeah, they hate sidewalks. They don't want you walking <laughs> around it. They don't want you near their golf course, basically. Exactly. Well, huh. I do want to hear that 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 story. That's curious. Is that is that a another? Yeah, podcast? I'll send you the link. All right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's that's just me rambling on. That that's no, it. No. I lost the woods. It was fun. I was tired. Well, that's that is amazing news <laughs> that you made it out of the woods. But you know what else is amazing news? What us geekly is amazing news. Ooh, it's time for us geekly. It's time for us geekly, and so it's an easy, it's an easy little news week this week. Mm. Um, so let's just talk right off the bat because I'm I'm super excited. TMNT, uh, Mutant Mayhem. Did you yeah. guys see the trailer? I did. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it looked really cool. Well, I love the uh, the animation style. It was really animation style, her. so her. good. And so we've got Paul Rudd voicing Mondo oh, Gecko. Wow. Wait, who? Don- Mondo Gecko. I don't know. I, I miss that character off the top of my Yeah. It's like a skateboarding lizard or salamander, I think. Okay. Um, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Rose Byrne as Leatherhead the Alligator. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Wait, as- what? Yeah, Rose yep. Byrne as Leatherhead the Alligator. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate Seth- that. Seth Since Rogen- you thought you were going to hear yeah, no. Seth Rogen as Bebop, John Cena as Rocksteady, and I'd like to point out John Cena's in town right now, um, doing WWE Raw, and I wish I was there. Oh, um, but shit. Cena Texas as Rocksteady, 
Um, Natasha Dimitrov, I think it's pronounced her name, is Wingnut. Maya Rudolph is Cynthia Utram. Um, Ayo Edabari, she's from the that cooking show, that came, The Bear. Um, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mispronouncing her name, but she's April O'Neil. Ice Cube is Superfly. Post <laughs> Malone Christ. is Ray Filet. Hannibal Burgess or Burris is um Genghis Burgess 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 like Burgess, Burgess um is Genghis Frog, and then um the turtles themselves are young coming <laughs> actors. So hmm. any oh and and I, I I missed one by accident. I'm sorry. Jackie Chan is playing Master Splinter. Fuck nice. yes, yeah. It's it looks amazing. I All right. cannot. Nasha Dimitrov. She's in uh what we do in shadows she's really good nice oh is she is she um yeah that's the, that's the, yeah oh she's awesome i love her she's awesome on that. i love that show yeah that's great a great show. show we'll agree to disagree no. yeah i know you <laughs> I, I, I don't know it. I, have I you even seen it I've, i watched the first two episodes i just didn't care enough but i i get what people uh, like by it. the it's time just you me. get to the end of the first it's season, not it's not really his type of humor there. eric yeah, it's, it's not it's, his, it's yeah. not his type of humor yeah it's good yeah sorry <laughs> um so some other the quick little news thing oh sorry real quick um so wait wait wait. so the, thumbs up the, down the... on mutants are we good thumbs up, thumbs up. i want to see it now, awesome. to me the art style when it first like came on and then it kind of played through i was like oh this makes me feel like the way i felt when i i first saw the art style of into the spider-verse right yeah. and it was yeah, so yeah. different and it was so it took something that i was so aware of something i knew Mm-hmm. Made me feel similar, but at the same time felt like a new take on it that like no one else Aesthetics has done this. Of it yeah. gives it something like, that makes it unique. I can't it point to unique. another film yeah. that feels this sort of animation. You know, yeah, it has a little. It it's almost claymation, but not almost three D, but not almost mm-hmm. sketchy. You know, at times, but not. It's it's really cool. It's really and, cool. and I like how in in the in the trailer anyway, each of the turtles felt different. They all had their own personalities. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love definitely. the styles of them. It was great. So um, the kids aren't featured. I mean, none of those kids are famous kids because I mean, some of those kids' voices. A, it's good voice I, acting just from the commercial, but B, okay. like, well, I didn't dig into their IMDb pages, but I do not <laughs> recognize <laughs> any of them. So I'll none of like on... the Stranger Things kids. Uh, no, it's not the Stranger Things point, kids. I'll click on Leonardo real quick and just see if I see the kid who's Leonardo. Jones. He was in The Good Place. Um, oh, he's um, he was in the show The Walking Dead World Beyond. He was in for 20 episodes. Um, Donatello. Um, Donatello. Looks like he might have been a Disney kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, they, they sounded hey, great. Good on so. them. Yeah, good. They, they sound they sound like they're going to do a great job. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. that, But what I'm not excited for is Star Trek Discovery is officially ending with season five. Hmm. It got canceled. They will have to go back and reshoot and edit the final episode of the season because it was not written as a series finale. It was a season finale. Ouch. Yeah. Is this, um, I mean, I know that Picard's coming to an end. It's in its last season. Picard kind of comes to a natural end, though. Yeah. yeah. Picard was meant to be three, uh, be three seasons. I guess this is with, with kind of two of the major live action shows, at least still going down. I think there's a couple animated that I have. No, there's, there's one more live action. 
There's oh, one more. Um, we have Strange one? New Worlds, and that one's super popular. Uh, okay, so that's the one. So with it's not like they're Knight. deinvesting in. in no, no, anyway. no, 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 okay. no, no. I think that's that that's like the only thing Paramount's got going for it in terms of new. <laughs> I, to be honest, if I had to take a guess at what was going on, that's their DC. <laughs> they're probably to the point where the contracts were up for renewal, and they were going to have to start paying those actors more because mm-hmm. you have to pay them more every year. And they're probably like, oh, let's just do a smaller show so we can shrink it down. So, uh, hey, I mean, if if I were an actor on one of those shows, it'd be hard to it'd be hard to fight that because that's yeah. that almost makes a sense from a creative standpoint for the the franchise as well. You know, yeah. you know, it, look at what Star Wars and the success mm-hmm. of Andor. It, I, I don't see why they would revisit Skywalker again. At this yeah. Point. I mean, and they can always reuse the, the Discovery people. They could maybe they're just like, oh, this one, the show's too dark, and we want lighter shows. They could always do that too, and just reuse sure, the characters sure. for other things. I do want to see um, the cartoons. Some of those are like kind of funny takes. There's going to be a crossover episode, like under deck or whatever, below deck, uh, below deck or lower decks. Lower there's going to be a crossover with the live action that's coming up season, which they haven't said how it's going to happen. There's going to be a crossover. Um, and other random news that maybe happened. it's a strange new world they visit and get turned into animation. It is, it is strange new world that's they're crossing over with either, either that or they could go live action. Mm-hmm. They could have them cross into the live action world. Um, and funny, in other news, we've got um, this is a very small story, but one for John specifically. Marvel Comics has announced a new imprint, they're creating okay. 20th Century Fox. Um, as an imprint and they will be doing comic books based on fox properties and the first one they've announced is planet of the apes Uh, okay (laughs) so it could be interesting um i'm not gonna say it's gonna be bad i don't want planet of the apes but you know um alien that's already one that they're doing a successful comic series on and so alien uh makes sense we'll see i guess jaws do they own Jaws? Oh, they do Jaws? There was a Jaws comic. Oh my god! That I feel like that be... could work. I, like I think Jaws it could too. Could At least a mini series. I don't know if it'd be a only told series. from the perspective of the the monster. Oh no. no! A comic book with the um the the origin story of the fucking crazy guy in the. That's what movie. I was gonna say. It needs to just be all flint. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It, it needs to be called Jaws, but never reference that shark. It and has he to always be needs a bigger boat. Actually, that's not his line. Nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> someone someone always tells him he needs a bigger boat. You need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> even then, even during the great jellyfish you know, <laughs> <laughs> rainstorm of, of 83 marvel call us where we've uh we got some <laughs> ideas for you i got you marvel um another uh fun story this is gonna be in the batman world uh clancy brown has joined the cast of the penguin which has started shooting um he will be playing salvatore maroney and i'm very okay. excited because i love clancy brown so me too. He's a good actor. Um, Eric Clancy Brown was um <laughs> in Carnival. If you remember Carnival, he, um, he's Kurgan from Highlander. That doesn't mean anything to Eric. Oh my gosh! Um, Sorry. <laughs> are, are we, let's play the Clancy Brown game, ladies. <laughs> oh <my laughs> We're going to find what something. has Eric seen? Nothing, folks. The answer it, is nothing. <laughs> Eric has probably seen nothing. Okay. Oh, okay. We've got a long list here. How do I click He's on He's been in everything. Here? Okay. All right. Here we go, Eric. 
Have you seen? I mean, I what is find... he known for? Don't give I me know, like that, this fucking know. back shit. Okay, did you see the new season of um, Dexter New Blood? The last season of that? I've never seen a episode of Dexter. Okay, moving past Dexter. <laughs> He's done a lot of animation, so I've got to skip past the animation stuff, I mean, uh, John. Um, have you seen... Um... Oh, did you... You've seen The Crown? Mm-hmm. Remember when they met Lyndon B. Okay, Briefly. moving Moving I mean, I, I know they did. Okay, moving I, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, All right, remember, it's time for another's favorite game. The guard in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> he was in Thor Ragnarok. He played Surtur. He was wait, the wait, voice of he was no. the, the guard in... The guard in Shawshank Redemption, the main oh, guard. Yeah. The main dick. Yeah, okay, right, well, there we go. Right. There we go. Dude, and, he was that character. That guy was that character. Yes. several things around that time. Yes. Oh, so he, like I said, he's been in everything. Dick he's authority a, figure. He's about to play that character again, but this Hooray. time he's going to be an Italian mob boss. Oh, but that fits beautifully. It's good to see him get his dues. Oh yeah, I, I cannot wait. Oh, he was um, great in in uh in he was too. he was the big so. guy with horns in Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, he's he's also the big guy with horns in Thor Ragnarok at the beginning of the movie. Serta and at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, also speaking of Batman news and the new TV show that starts next week, Gotham Knights, um, Doug Bradley has joined the cast as Joe Chill. And you might be like, who's Doug Bradley? Pinhead. Sorry, that was loud in my microphone. Pinhead from Hellraiser is going to be playing Joe Chill. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. He'll give some gravitas to, to Pinhead. I don't know how that show's going to work, other than Misha Collins playing um, Harvey Dent, which will be the only reason I'm watching that show. But, And then the last bit of news is the synopsis for Wonder Man has dropped, and it is the, it will be the story of two actors struggling to make it in Hollywood of the MCU, asking the big question, what does Hollywood look like in a world where superheroes are real? That's a good approach, considering what Wonder Man is as an actor is most famous for in the West Coast Avengers days. That's yeah. actually a really fascinating. I can feel like they could play on the sort of play on a different take on some of the stuff they did in She-Hulk and everything. Yeah. And with Yaya playing um, Wonder Man, it's going to be amazing. That's his name, right? I, I got the right Yaya? actor. I think, I don't think I know. it's from his from um, he's in Watchmen. He was Mr. He was Dr. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I think uh, it's the... Yaya. Yaya. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Announce his name. I feel horrible. That's why I've, like, I've got to correct this because, um, watch. That's oh, awesome. He's a great actor. I love. I him. love him. Oh, I will watch him in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abdul. Ab, Ab, oh, I'm gonna pronounce your name horribly. The third. I'm so sorry, yeah, yeah. Please don't beat me up. But you're yeah, an amazing yeah. actor. I want to welcome you to come on this show to not only correct Casey but reprimand him. You are welcome yes. at any point. To, to school him on the appropriate way to pronounce your name. Anytime you want to do that, I will let you do that. And then you can read to me from the encyclopedia. Um, <laughs> we, will, you... we will also require at least 15 minutes to kiss your ass. Uh, yes. Both, both meta- metaphorically and perhaps physically. You are the next um, <laughs> You are the next Morgan Freeman in, in my eyes. I, 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 love, I, I love listening to your voice. Um, and he's going to be great as Wonder Man. And there's rumors... That the other main character in the show, John, will be his brother, Grim Reaper. Interesting. So 
we could have some fun there. And that is the main news, but for something a little bit different at the time that I have remaining, we're going to play Eric's favorite game that we did one year ago, almost today, right before the infamous slap seen all around the world. We played a little game of who can pick the Oscar of um, the Oscars. So I've got them all printed out here. Oh, um, man. <laughs> obviously, most of us haven't seen most of these. Let's just be honest. We don't have the time, but we're just going to call them all out and I'm just going to log them really fast. We're going to see how quick we can do this. What? Can I loop John into this game this year as well? Because I don't. Absolutely. John has to do it. John right, has good. to do it. All right, all right. So let me just see on the top which ones are which. So B, C, D. So John, Casey, Eric. Okay. So best documentary short story. Here we go. We're going to go at the bottom. Um, John's not looking, so I'm going to... Okay, pick what you want. What do you think? I'm going to say... How do you measure a year? That one's me. Um, you want how to measure a year? Yeah. Oh. Eric? Oh. I'm going to say... How do you measure a year? I'm going to say that too. Okay. Yeah, animated the, animated uh, short. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Eric? Yeah, I'm going to call that one too. All right. Next up, we've got short live, or sorry, live action short. The Red Suitcase. An Irish Goodbye. I like just like that one for the title alone. I like the Red Suitcase. It leaves you like thinking, like, what it is does. that about? Oh, best sound. Things we might have actually Ooh. seen now. I know what I'm actually picking on this one. I'm... Top Gun oh. Maverick. Let's just go ahead and give it cred. It's going to need to win all something. Right. I'm going to say All Quiet on the Western Front. Have you seen that, it? That was my second choice, yeah. No, I haven't, but I'm really interested in seeing it, and I just imagine with the trailer i saw that it, it stands a good chance i agree i agree all right what do you guys think Ooh, visual Best effects. Visual. i'm gonna go marvel loyal here and say wakanda forever all right i'm gonna say avatar way of water all right next up we've got best makeup and hairstyling Ooh, batman no you know what i changed my mind black panther i'm gonna say elvis all right um uh, best costume design. Mm. Oh, this one's tough actually. Black Panther. Black Panther for you. Yeah. Name brand Panther. loyal here. I think Black Panther. She won it before, and I I would argue I love the, the costumes better in this one. Going Babylon. I could see Babylon winning. If, best if production design. Ooh, man, this one's actually tough. Oh man. Babylon. Gotta see Babylon. I really want to see it. It's on my list. I'm gonna stay all quiet on the Western Front. All right. Next up, best editing. Ooh. All right. The Banshees of Inherin. Inishirin. Inishirin. I'm gonna say everything everywhere at once. Yeah, probably will. Best cinematography. Oh god. Oh man. Um, Empire of Light. I'm gonna say Tar. I think it's going to surprise people on that one with some weird, like intense close-ups. Best original song. Ryan Coogler, Rihanna. Eric's playing them all out in his head, ladies and gentlemen. I am. I'm going to say the Black Panther Wakanda forever. This is a good song. I was listening to that earlier today. Best original score. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this one's actually a tough one, Um, but I think it's where it's going to go. Ladies and gentlemen, they're all like 
everyone's like, what are you guys picking? I'm going to say Fableman. Silently. Ooh, ooh, throw in the Fableman. I, I, chum. I yeah, did throw everything one. everywhere all at once. <laughs> throw him so some like... chum. Oh, Steven, he could use one. <laughs> <laughs> Best documentary feature. All that breathes. Yeah, me too. All right. I did um, All Beauty of the Bloodshed. Best animated picture. Uh, Pinocchio. Yeah, I'm doing Pinocchio too. Actually, oh, yeah, no, I'm changing is... mine. I'm actually changing. Oh, you're mine. not? Okay. I'm gonna do what? Marcel the show. I liked it. It was really good. Oh yeah, it was kind of cute. I enjoyed it. Looks... International feature. All quiet. All quiet. Yeah. The one I want. I'm gonna say all quiet as well. The one I want didn't um try to get nominated. So. Mm-hmm. Um, RRR was what That's I wanted to get. Oh, I do. I still need to see RRR. It's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, best how come Maverick's an adapted screenplay? <laughs> it's any so okay. I just learned this. Anything that is a sequel is immediately oh, okay. adapted screenplay. Oh, All right, let's go. Women talking. I'm going to be my bring out my feminist side here, and let's just uh, get in there. Uh, I want to see. And act like if I Matt sh- Damon can win one, come on. I really want to see women talking. Actually, man. All right, so I'm torn between two. All Quiet on the Western Front feels like a, a bit of a shoo-in. And a that was my second there. choice. Yeah, but I kind of want to say Top Gun Maverick. All like right. I feel I'm not I'm not saying it. I'm going to throw it on oh, All Quiet on oh, the Western Front, okay. but I want to say Top Gun Maverick because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be an interesting one for them to just win. But I feel like voters will be like, oh, it's not quite. So, so I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think Top Gun is probably going to win this because it's the movie that saved cinema. But they're not going to give it to Best Picture. It's going to because that goes too far. Yeah, but I think think is it's going to come out and tell Tom Cruise that because he believes in Scientology, no. Is Tom Cruise nominated? I don't know. We'll find out in a minute. Best original screenplay. (laughs) All right, I'm throwing this. I'm throwing my. Uh, I'm going to go with you, Casey. Yeah, I'm saying Tar. All right. Um, Best supporting actress, Angela Bassett. Angela yeah. Bassett all yeah. the way. Yeah. I am sorry, James, Jamie Lee Curtis, but yeah. Sorry, Jamie Lee too. Curtis deserves like an honorable mention on stage because like her role in that film was amazing in everything. She and she moments. she just beat Angela in something committed. else. She fully committed and I loved it. It might have been the BAFTAs. Something she just beat. It's the only time she's um Angela Bassett hasn't won it yet. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um just happened recently. Um all right, best supporting actor. Oh god. This is uh, I'm 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 calling it. It's it's going to be it's going to be short round. Yeah, let's give short round uh, its due. I want short round too. I hear Brendan Gleeson's amazing in Banshees. Um, I know that's my second but, choice. Yeah, I, no, I, think I, I think I think it's short round. You're right. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I Brendan Gleeson will win it. I'm gonna be totally honest. I'm going emotional here, but I think Brendan Gleeson might win it. I think Best. from a performance standpoint, he was amazing. I would certainly. I would be. I would not be like, oh, he didn't deserve Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao for you. Yes, best I, I, I yeah. agree. It's also going to be Michelle Yao. Yeah, I think so. Although I love Kate Blanchett, but yeah, she'd be my second choice in that category. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, um, best actor. Oh, this. Oh, I know where this is going. Brendan Fraser. It's totally going to be Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. I'll go with it too. Because I think people are going to go. Oh, Austin, you're young. You have another shot yeah. later on. Colin Farrell's one already, or so Billy Nye is. I don't know if he's. I, I mean, it's Billy an. Nye. They're all amazing. Everyone's amazing in this role. 
or in this category, but I think it's gonna be Brendan Fraser. I haven't heard mm-hmm. of After Sun. Yeah, I haven't either. Who has <laughs> best director? Oh, I think it's gonna be the Daniels. I'm gonna say the Banshees of in here in his in Sharon is Sharon. Martin McDonough is a great director. I'm gonna say the Daniels. No, for you, Stephen. All right, here we go. This is the tough one. Best picture. Now, I actually do need a second to think this through. Um, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm saying it. I, I know it's crazy. Everything, Banshees. everywhere, all at once. Banshees for me. Banshees for you. Eric, where is your gut telling you? All right, here's what my gut is telling me. Uh-huh. My gut's telling me all quiet on the Western Front. It's like Oscar bait. It's it like is, my old. It is. It is. It is sucking Oscar cock. It's I the mean, new nineteen seventeen. Well, it's the <laughs> John. Do you remember Eric? Before you say John, do you remember back in college? I used to go. I want to create a movie that's gonna be the most Oscar baity movie ever, and it's gonna be called Juju Bees, and it's gonna oh, be yeah. about the Holocaust. Because it doesn't matter what the title is, if you do anything remotely World War Two or Holocausty, you will win Best Picture. Eric is dying over there. He wasn't prepared for me to say that. He just Eric. doesn't want us to get canceled by the entertainment media. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you could you could make a movie about Jesus called Juju Bees and probably win. Best doctor. <laughs> you know what? If that's what comes, if, by the way, if that's what comes out, you need to sue, sue Mel Gibson in advance. Damn right, I will. Mel, if you're listening to this, if you steal my idea, fuck you. All right, Eric, it is your time. Your last one. What do you think is going to win Best Picture? All right, like I said, I, my heart, my gut, wants to say All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. But. My brain. No, you are not about to. And my my love of the life tells me Top Gun Maverick <sighs> is gonna fucking come in and say, you know what? It is time to award one of those fucking Marvel esque sort of pictures, just the popcorn features. Everyone says we need to do it every year. Who better to give it to than Top Gun Maverick at the end of the COVID nineteen pandemic, saving oh. Hollywood? So Top Gun Maverick, folks. Top Gun Maverick. Fuck is wrong with you. All right. If because here's the thing. Look at the rest of the look at the rest of the categories. They're gonna give prestige out there. So why not give the best movie away to Top Gun Maverick? I just here's my logic of why I don't think that Top Gun's gonna get it. One, they rarely give it to the the highest grossing of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which would include Top Gun and Avatar, because you could look at it sure. both ways. Um, that also opens the door. They have to go to popular movies, and the Academy never likes to want to go down that rabbit hole of popular movies, because then the next time they have an Avengers movie, it opens the door. They have to go that way. But with it being a sequel, a return of characters, a bit of an arc in terms of story, a callback, a welcoming of Val Kilmer that was a very moving tribute, from what I understand. All of those things signal. Wait, a minute, you haven't seen it? I still haven't, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on Paramount Plus. I need to see it soon. Um, but I'm calling Top Gun Maverick. They're going to give it to Fablemans before they give it to Top Gun Maverick. No, here's my thing 
It I'm needs calling, to go to everything everywhere all at once. I'm calling Top Gun Maverick. Uh-huh. I think it'll likely go to All Quiet on the Western right. Front. I want it to go to everything everywhere all at once. All right. That's a wild uh, a wild gambit. But we'll find out um, next. We won't have it next. No, we will have it next week because Oscars are on Sunday. We'll find Ooh. out who wins. Um, are we Are we going live? We we could do a we could let's talk no, afterwards. Let's, let's talk, talk afterwards. Maybe we book. maybe we can do a special recording afterwards. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not a promise. <laughs> maybe maybe we we'll, behind the scenes we'll do something. <laughs> All right. Well, that is some wonderful wonderful stuff. So let me pull back up the dark so I can see where we are. All right. Um, oh, we do have something exciting for you, ladies and gentlemen. We have something in the mailbag. Mail yeah. You got to come up with that jingle, Eric. All right. jingle. A mailbag. It's the mailbag. It's the mailbag. Corey mailbag. from Georgia writes oh, in. Corey. Probably the same one. There's only one know. Corey I, in Georgia. I don't think he listens to podcasts. <laughs> no, there's, no, but there's literally only one Corey. Just in Georgia. the one that's Corey. A fact. Right. That's, that's a fact. That's a Casey fact, right there. <laughs> it is a Casey fact. Here's Corey's question: With Ted Lasso ending this season, yeah, it's not my Corey. <laughs> who do you feel deserves their own spinoff series? So let's just do it. Um, name only. Just who do you think deserves their own spinoff series? Roy fucking Kent. That's who I want to say. All right, Eric, what do you think? Yeah, that's obvious. Coach. Coach. Oh, Coach Beard. Yeah, Coach Beard. Coach Beard. You just want Keely. to. You want to play his. You want to play his younger self, don't well, you? Well, no, no. I, it needs to be Keeley. <laughs> You're all wrong, Keeley. Keeley would be good too. Well, okay. Here's my here's my pitch for Coach Beard. Coach Beard is like a quick, like YouTube series, like two minute shorts of just him like being quiet and getting into shit. You know, <laughs> like that episode in season two where he does yeah, his night exactly. out in London. That was exactly. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's all little shorts like that. You know, oh, and that sort of it's that sort of thing. All right, I, I'd totally watch that. I would. Hell yeah, uh, I watch any of it. I just don't Coach want Beard. any of Nate the Dick. That's all I. Yes, no traitor. Well, no, see, let's be. Day. What is the season three coming up? Season it's season three. Four? Yeah, season three season, starts next and week. And the final, final season. Yeah, and the yeah. final season. Yeah, I, that's all Nate. That's going to be Nate the the show. Nate, Nate the sh- Nate's show. Like that's going to be his season for sure. It in is in a way that the others haven't been. He's been kind of part of the ensemble. He's going to be the the villain, right? In this case, yeah, yeah. So, and but it's it's this show's all about redemption, and this is his ultimate redemption. Perhaps. Maybe we're gonna find out. Starting, I think, or next he week. dies. Who knows? <laughs> that, that starts next week, doesn't it? Maybe he finally gets his dad's approval. Oh, look! What's Maybe. the? Uh, someone look up real quick. The uh, what's so, the start actually. date? It's like oh, the fifteenth or the sixteenth? Yeah, 15th, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. I, I can't wait. Um, also, starting actually started tonight. I don't know if you know this. Um, History of the World Part Two started tonight. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, there's 30 minute episodes. I looked it up. Uh, I, have you watched any of them yet? Anyone? No, it's uh, they're doing one episode a night. So oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's oh. they're 30 minute episodes. I so. hear they're good. I hope they're good. <laughs> I say that like you got. I hear they're good. 
<laughs> people people would talk I, I have heard no one talk about it <laughs> except i heard like you've heard me people... talk about that is literally all you've heard no I i've seen it plastered all over most of social like media yeah. someone was on a talk show talking about it yeah all right well that is the news so Woo. if you would i'm sorry that is our mailbag if you would like to write in just like Corey did just like our best friend scott b Thank did you, Corey. you can Thanks, write Corey. in at not funnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and you can ask us whatever question you want. It could be about anything. It can be about Mountain Dew flavors, bad cereal flavors that I shouldn't try, Pepsi flavors that I certainly shouldn't try. You and that peeps, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. How was it? Did you... Oh, please did don't you, tell did us. Did you fall into a coma? <laughs> It tastes. <laughs> it tastes like you think it would. That's just all I'm gonna say. It was. It is like lemony it, Pepsi. No, it's not lemony. It's marshmallow. It's I marshmallow like, Pepsi. I it's, picture it like gritty sugar. No, it's, <laughs> it, it tastes like someone took a burnt marshmallow and liquefied it and put it into Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear more about those adventures, write in and um, I'll I'll try them. I tr- I've tried most of them. I've tried the Flamin' Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. That was awful. Um, Why would you do these? I'm a sucker <laughs> for trying that shit. Um, or if you want, remember notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. Throw your Fast and the Furious questions Ooh. to Mr. Evans and he'll be happy to answer them. But. He's actually been asking for more people. He wants, he wants. Fuck you both. He wants the <laughs> pressure. Let's give him the pressure of watching more. Speaking of pressure, Eric, as you mentioned, Under pressure. <laughs> I have been watching all of the Marvel movies as my New Year's resolution, and Ooh, that is yeah. our theme for this almost year of podcasts. <laughs> what a segue! Well, upcoming, yeah, we'll upcoming. Be, <laughs> we'll our be... next year of podcasts will be. <laughs> This week, I had to watch. Bum, bum, bum. I had to watch the. These are not in order. What happened to the thing? My filter got thrown away. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. One moment. Let me. Cheesy, crazy. I thought my filter was there. It got taken off. Anyway, here we go. My movies this week were 1977 Spider Man, Spider Man Strikes Back, Spider Man The Dragon's Challenge. And we all watched the 1978 seminal classic Doctor Strange. And we will all talk about Doctor Strange shortly. But first, I'm going to give you a quick recap of the Spider-Man movies. So these Spider-Man movies, um, I I call them movies for one main reason. Um, They all played in the theaters in Europe. So they did the pilot, um, did overseas, and then they aired it. So they are cinema they are cinema. Then they took the first two episodes um, of the TV show that lasted two seasons. Um, I think seven episodes or maybe 13 episodes. It's really small run. Uh, 13 episodes. Um, they took those two and created a movie in Europe called Spider-Man Strikes Back. And then after the show was canceled, they had two episodes um, that they had filmed. And they call that The Dragon's Challenge. So those are those. They are starring uh, Mr. Nicholas Hammond as Spider-Man. Um, it was actually really good. He's actually really good. I like him. He, in my mind, he is the voice of Spider-Man. Um, really? Because I saw this before. Obviously, I saw this well before um, the Sam Raimi stuff. 
So in the um, the Spider-Man animated series, I feel they based some of him off of Nicholas Hammond. What's his name? Nicholas, Nicholas yeah, Nicholas Hammond. He was a Von Trapp in Sound of Music. Um, is where was you he might... eighteen going on nineteen? I don't know that, that thing. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why we'll never get through things in a timely <laughs> manner, ladies and gentlemen. More things there hasn't <laughs> seen. <laughs> um. So we got Mr. Nicholas Hammond as Spider-Man. Um, David White in the first in the pilot plays J. Jonah Jameson. He was Larry Tate in Bewitched. And then we have Hilly Hicks as Robbie Robertson. Um, Thayer David as Byron. And Byron was in Rocky. He was the promoter in Rocky um, in the first Rocky movie. He's the villain of this movie. Um so in the first movie, it is essentially Spider-Man getting his powers. Um, he is in college at this point in time. It's a very dramatic opening. Um, lots of Spider-Man crawling up walls and stuff. And then you discover that the movie is about brainwashing. And um, they're brainwashing people to commit crimes. And then people come and take the money from it. It's very, very 70s. Like 70s funk music all over the place. Um, 70s close-up styles obviously the outfits and the hair and everything is very 70s um, but then you do get like the daily bugle which is awesome um, this is I believe the first time the daily bugle was ever seen in live action I think it's definitely the first Robbie Robertson in live action um, so you get to we see, you get to see JJ JJ sounds great there's like this whole bit where JJ's annoyed that the TV news is reporting a story and he's like, this is a newspaper story. This should be ours, not theirs. Um, then we cut to like Peter. Um, so Peter, like I said, he's in college. He is a lab student uh, in college. His lab partner wears a Captain America shirt, which is rather amusing. Um, they're working, doing a radiation experiment and the spider, do you know how they have um, like the glass boxes and you put your hands in the gloves to manipulate stuff and yeah, do yeah. things. So it's one of those containment units, and they're dealing with, I think, plutonium. They don't, I don't remember them actually saying, but I think it's plutonium because plutonium's the is the, an element of the next episode. Um, the spider is in there with it, and then the kid, this partner, opens up the machine to take out the nuclear waste, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> he wears gloves. Hey, I mean, so, you gotta give him that. I guess. Uh, yeah. So hey, he, look. When that guy from from uh you know fuck <laughs> what's it called the uh, the Russian the Russian site yeah I got nothing yeah I got nothing All I'm right, sorry we'll, we'll just leave it there Edit we'll leave out. it there so the <laughs> when the machine when the things open the spider crawls out and then it finds Peter and bites his hand um and then Peter's just like ow it hurt. Uh, now here's where it gets. It is a radioactive spider. It is a radioactive spider. The <laughs> they guarantee later <laughs> you can see the radioactivity. <laughs> Peter's walking down the road. This is this is one of my favorite little bits of this particular movie. This is what cracked me up. In this, Peter's walking down the road like almost in an alley. It's like an alley. It's at the side alley, and he's walking there. And the effect for spider sense is like flashing red and blue lights like first it shows a close-up of his face his eyes are flashing colors and then everything else starts flashing red and blue enough to probably give you a seizure um if you weren't careful and then peter like turns and sees this car the car's not going fast the car's like just like take your foot off the brake and coasting 
at Peter and he freaks out and like fast walks down the other alley and the car turns down it. And Peter is like, oh God, I could get hit. So he climbs the wall. Um, and then just like, you you could have done anything. You didn't have to climb the wall. The car is moving super slow. Um, but it cracked me up very much. Uh, the climbing the wall effect is actually pretty good. Um, then we get to like this weird, like montage, this awful, awful green screen montage um, where Peter's learning how to wall crawl. We meet Aunt May first, um, Aunt May. And then we continue on with this very long episode where we meet Byron, who is a self-help guru who was helping people and is brainwashing them. And he apparently has samurais as bad guys. And everyone wants to hit Spider-Man with kendo sticks for some reason. No matter what he does, he gets hit with the kendo stick. Byron gets brainwashes Peter, and it's a pen. If you're wearing all of this pen on your lapel, you can be brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Peter is literally saved because the wind blows the lapel pin off of him seconds before he jumps off of a building. If the wind hadn't blown, there would have been nothing. It would have been just end of thing. Spider-Man's dead. Curse splat. Um, Obviously, the 70s, there's no web slinging, all of that. Um, So that's the first episode. So, so we, sex northeasterly. Basically. Yes. <laughs> um, so then we get um, episode, uh, Spider-Man Strikes Back. So um, the only thing that's really changed in this, they recast JJ with Robert Simmon. And then they... Um, any get, any idea why? Who knows? Could have been yeah. any number of things. Um, maybe he just didn't screen test well. Um, he's he, J, Robert he Simmon is did. actually a better JJ on Jameson. I'll give him that. But they do get rid of Robbie Robertson and replace um, him with a woman named Rita, played by Wright Fields. Mm. And then Joanne Cameron plays Gail. And fun fact of this, actually, I'll tell you the fun fact in a second. I don't want to spoil it. Um, Joanne Cameron, John will know who she is. Eric will have no idea when I say Um, The costume looks pretty cool for the time period and all that. The villain in this is a guy named Mr. White, and he's just a white guy who... Wants to cause mayhem. Now, here's the plot of this movie. This plot is very strange. Some college kids are protesting the security in the school. So what are they going to do? They go steal the school's plutonium so they can make a bomb to prove that they need better security um, like around the school. <laughs> that's the plot of the movie and as you imagine once the kids steal the, the steal the, the nuclear materials they're pissed that spider-man gets blamed for it so they're like we'll make a bomb and they make the bomb and they there's a spot where as they're working on it they're like let us like okay now we're going to open this up and there's no turning back geiger counters up forever from this moment on and they open it up inside the containment thing they don't seal it. They open it. Then they put this guy opens the containment thing with these big like oven mitts, grabs it, and moves it across the room. Be like, watch the Geiger counter, and then puts it in another box. Not thinking about this is a dust like material. You probably shouldn't do that. And then of course, what happens? One of them gets radiation poisoning. Like, well, duh. Yeah. Um, that's where Mr. White comes into play because while they're in the hospital, he finds out that they built a bomb and he's like, you know what I want to do? I want to um, threaten to kill the president for $1 billion in gold. 
Hmm. And so he gets the bomb to try to go do that. Um, people fight Spider-Man with sticks and nunchucks this time. It's very weird. It's like a cross-country thing. But a reporter comes over. This is the interesting fun fact. A reporter comes over to to try to find Spider-Man. They want to get him um, like a story with him. And the, <laughs> Spider-Man's flirting with this reporter. And all I can think in my mind is, Spider-Man's about to fuck ISIS. That's where this is totally going. <laughs> I say that because, John, if you remember, there was a little show in the 70s we would have caught in reruns called Shazam. And Shazam had a side character in it named ISIS who got her own TV series. And that is the woman who plays Gail, who Spider-Man's after. Um, Wonder Woman. Th- no, ISIS. No, what she appeared in Wonder Woman. She was also in Shazam too. Okay, I'm just saying she appeared there too. Did she appear? I didn't know she had a crossover with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's my favorite line in this whole thing. Mister White, make when he captures Gale, um, near the end of the movie, he makes her wear a white bikini, a tiny white bikini, and she's like, "Why do I have to wear the bikini?" And he goes, <laughs> "Because you look beautiful, and I want to make sure you aren't hiding weapons." Oh Jesus. So that should tell you what it is. Spider-Man saves the day. Oh, there is an interesting thing where Spider-Man hangs from a helicopter. Yeah, but there we go. And then we get Dragon's Challenge. Nothing has changed about this except for it's awful. Not enjoyable whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. It's just bad. It's it's mm. random. The whole plot is someone in China wants to send Evans to kill this guy. His name is actually Evans. Uh, <laughs> to kill this guy, this Chinese um, scientist or diplomat. I'm not even sure what he actually was, who happens to be in New York. And then mm. Spider-Man finds out and just going to try to to um, stop him. But um, to give a little bit of this, this is what it looked like in Spider-Man Strikes Back of him on the helicopter. Um, so you guys can see. Boom. Um that's him hanging from his web, which looks like it's coming from his penis. Um, here he is in, um, there's like this weird Western set of him doing it. Also, look, notice the web shooter. Massive, massive web shooter um, in the weird belt. And then we've got, um, this is Mr. Hammond as Spider-Man. And Spider-Man himself. So you're not, there you you're go. Not, you're not sharing the stuff, just by the way. Oh, you're not sharing. Oh, I'm just talking, not sharing. I thought I was sharing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is edit away. No, here we go. I'll show you real quick. Here you go. Um, no, you should be able to see it. That's him hanging from the helicopter. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, looks like that. it's coming from his penis. It's very weird. <laughs> um, here he is with the massive, this massive web shooter. And like Batman style belt and cowboy boots and cowboy boots. But I mean, for the seventies, that costume looks really good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it actually for the seventies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then here's uh, Mr. Hammond himself looks just, I mean, they totally used his likeness for the animated series, like 100% used his likeness. Yeah, I could see it. I True. See it. Um, so there you go. That is, that is Spider-Man. All right. I um, it. I ranked them real fast. Um, I Sweet. Believe... What were the what were the two at the the end? The dragon ones. Challenge of the dragon is what the um, the last 
two ep- well the last movie is called oh. challenge of the dragon um dragon because they're in china ah, there so you go. i was gonna ask why in order um the spider-man pilot i ranked it two and a half stars um it is number seven on my list um right behind avengers um confidential black widow punisher um, Spider-Man Strikes Back, two and a half stars. I'm right behind Spider-Man, so it's number eight on my list. They're both actually pretty decent. I'd totally watch them again, uh, particularly Strikes Back. I actually do like Strikes Back. Um, it's just above Hulk, where monsters dwell, and then Spider-Man: The Dragon's Challenge, one and a half star. It is number <laughs> seventeen on my list, just below Iron Man and Hulk: Heroes United. Above Iron Man, Captain America, Heroes United. <laughs> I do not like that movie. Heroes United. <laughs> yeah, it says Sam I Am. So that is that. And there was one other piece of little fun trivia I want to tell you real quick about the Spider-Man, why it was canceled. The thought of why it was canceled. CBS yeah. did not want to be known as the superhero network huh. because CBS was filming or was airing um the incredible hulk wonder woman which they had resurrected um after abc had canceled it the captain america movies that i will be discussing next week and doctor strange which we will discuss shortly they also had um the live action captain marvel um series and isis so they didn't want to be a superhero network um so that's what happened so, Eric, can you have any questions about um, Spider-Man before we take a moment to recognize a library? Um, no, I just want to say Isis seems like a horrible name for a for for a comic book. Or a it's a name of an Egyptian story. goddess. Egyptian okay. goddess. Our fall, a terrorist organization. <laughs> yeah, I feel Fair. bad for her. I do too. And they they they've used her in other things since. She's in um, Legends of Tomorrow. But they had to like change her name so that she wouldn't be referenced as ISIS. Kind of sucks. But we need to take that name back the way Randall wanted to take back that name as well. We do need and to take clerks it back. too. I'm not going to say that, it, but the fact that you won't say it is why that we don't need to. Yes, because we didn't take it back. back okay. <laughs> Nor should we. Nor Randall should we. did a bad job. Don't get us canceled. <laughs> don't get us canceled for mentioning Egyptian God. But you know what we don't want to get canceled? We don't want to get any public libraries canceled. Hey-o. So, Eric, can you tell us about this week's public library? Segway. Love it. Uh, so this week's public library, I kind of like the idea that like I had a theme going after last week. So there is a theme to this one. I'll open it up real quick to see if either of you guys can guess which state this is in. Hopefully you haven't already uh, cheated at the work dog. Um, I have not cheated on the word, Doc. I'm going to say New York, but I know I'm wrong. John? Massachusetts. Wrong, both of you. It is in Florida. It is in Claremont, Florida at Kagan Crossings Community Library. Why Claremont, Florida, you ask? Uh, That's because our star of the the Doctor Strange movie, which we will be getting to in just a second, um, that star was born in Claremont, Florida, and I wanted to pay homage to our uh, Benedict Cumberbatch lookalike, which I will get into further when we uh, when we get to our our, uh, our our review in a second. Sorry, uh, getting ahead. But some quick facts about Kagan Crossings Community Library. 
uh, in Claremont, Florida. Uh, first of all, for those of you who are living close by or in the Claremont region, which is close to the Orlando and Disney World, especially area Orlando, um, right now uh, in March of 2023, you can get a free child's ticket to the Lake County Fair coming up if you go and rent some books. So go rent some books, uh, go to their website for more details. Uh, but uh, if you get some books, you get a free ticket uh, to the to the fair. Uh, another fact, uh, they do have a large children's section to encourage you further to go get those free tickets. Uh, that is the World of Discovery. So so go check that out. This also, a fun fact, a little interesting part here. This is our first library on the list uh, that is closed on Sundays, thus ruining our streak of between one and five uh, every day of the week. Wow. Yeah. I was but not that, expecting that. I know. That said, uh, they are open at 10 a.m. every other day, and you can stay there until at least 3 p.m. Uh, Saturday through Friday. Awesome. Or no, Monday through Saturday. Um, so one of the things that is also near, as a quick little aside there, it is near the Orlando Cat Cafe, which is at the town center crossing. Uh, sorry, the town center at Kagan Crossings, which... By the way, that Cat Cafe, the Orlando Cat Cafe, that is just the name. It's not just where it is. Um, it features a play area with adoptable cats and kittens. So I imagine that is right up your alley, Casey, next time you're in town. I love it. I cannot wait to see it. Thank you, Eric, for finding us another library to promote this week. You're now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a very quick little interlude. Intermezzi, if you will. Woo! Talk to you in a second. Welcome back from that short little intermezzi. And if you don't know what an intermezzi is, don't worry, neither does Eric. What? Let's talk about our movie of the week, 1978's classic, seminal classic, Doctor Strange. He looks like Norm MacDonald right there, by the way. He looks <laughs> like Norm MacDonald. In this picture we're looking at for the cover, he looks like Norm MacDonald. He with does. curly hair. And so this is um, Peter Hooten. And is it Jessica Walter? Walter? Yes, Walter? Jessica Walter. Just had it. Walter. I, I see that blows my mind because of She Hulk. Can, yeah, um, it, it, confuses my, it confuses my head. Can I? My head. Can I just defend myself for a second? You called. Yeah. You called me out on that opening joke for intermezzi, and I just want to say, a, I didn't know it. B, <laughs> it's intermezzo because if you were to say intermezzi, it's plural, and we only had one intermezzo. Thank you very much. Yeah, Please stop making things I have to cut from the edit of the show. <laughs> keep it, keep it in. <laughs> you should keep that in. That's actually it's worth a it. fan favorite. Right so there. <laughs> we've got here. I'm, the, the, we're looking at a couple pictures here, refreshing our our memories as we go through this. I've watched a lot of things, so I do want to talk about this costume real quick. Let's just discuss the costume. <laughs> oh my god! This is this is what he looked like. This is Doctor Strange from '78. All right, this is an issue from '78. So this is what his costume looked like. Very close to what it normally looks like this is what we got yeah but actually to be specific that's what we got first <laughs> the weird starburst yeah on that was chest. weird that was after he's initiated then, he was wearing that uh yeah he's wearing that weird mode yeah. he's given down yeah, and then we get the, um the mr t chains Yes, mm. which yeah, I, there's I, a black exploitation vibe when he adopts that for sure. Mis oh Mr. T God. didn't exist yet at this point in time. <laughs> Did Mr. T steal his chains from Doctor Strange? Ooh, maybe. And then I want to show this one. This Can is a wonderful image. 
1978, 2018. Can we talk about this for a second, folks? That, like, they are the same actor, arguably, except 1978 Cumber, Cumberbatch yeah. has curlier hair. That's yes. really all it comes down. He's like, he is like kind of like New York fro. It's not quite Jewish. Like, you know, maybe it is. It's maybe it is. No, they were confusing 1978 York. for Tony Stark. It's a bad no. Tony Stark with a bad mustache. No, I completely disagree. Yes. That is complete. That looks exactly like Benedict Cumberbatch trying to play a 1978 movie star. Now, look at, look at this. They were a fr- they were like we're going to give him the big collar because he's got he the like collar in the comics. Look at him. Look at the look, eyes. Look, okay. So look, we got we got the oh, collar 100%. here. Look, we got the collar in okay. the comics. We got the collar. We got the collar. They're like, let's give him the collar, but he'll look silly if it's popped up. And Marvel <laughs> today is like, give him the collar, and it's being popped up because he's going to look badass. <laughs> and you know what? He does. He does. He, he does. does look badass. Does. But um, you know what? That is. That is 2023 art selves saying that. 1978 selves? Mine isn't man. I don't know that collar. He's rocking it like a. He looks pretty good. Forty. This 2018 guy looks ridiculously silly. This is a 40 year difference. Just think about that. Thank (laughs) God. But I will say, um, this is the first, and I believe only. (laughs) <laughs> live action iteration of Morgan Le Fay. So far. She was the, the this Morgan Le Fay is the first Marvel villain to actually be seen on camera. They up until this point, they only use like random thugs and stuff. It wasn't the actual villains. And I appreciate the, that her storyline was I'm horny. <laughs> yes. It's criminally she was yes. criminally misused in this film. <laughs> yeah. I yes, was looking was. forward to this film because of Jessica Walters. <laughs> And this film criminally misused her. Yes, by the way, 1978 Strange <laughs> was doing the disco dance while falling through some Technicolor LSD trip, okay? <laughs> well, after Can watching an episode of Doctor Who at that. Because the, the music was spot on. Awesome. Oh music. my gosh, the music and the sound design. I want to I want to find who did this and kill them or at least rip their eardrums out oh so they can God. never work. Oh. It is everything horribly glorious about about the seventies synth era that you can imagine, it, and the sound I, I, was I too loud. The sound, the sound, no, the sound's just all over the place, it, and true. the dialogue is obviously dubbed afterwards. Like really, like the volume level of the dub yes. sound later was like louder than what sounds like a normal voice. Yes. Mm. Now, John, did you? Only John would catch this one. Did the beginning of the movie. When they're playing the, you mean where it looks like a macabre scene from some sort of no, horror flick? Yeah, right. But is it just me, or did it sound like V'ger? Yes, it did. To me, it was just like V'ger from Star Trek motion picture. You never like, know; it might have been a repeat sound effect used. It probably they were like, "Man, I created this really cool sound, and it was in this crappy movie. Let's throw it in this better movie. Let's like reuse it." Like um, the next year. Yeah. I think it was the motion picture nineteen seventy nine. I don't remember. Yeah. Can um, I also can I also yeah. note by the way that uh, it sounds so bad because it was so dark you can't see it. Right. So all you can do is hear it. So they gotta they gotta make it loud. So right, I, they gotta they gotta do it up on the sound. So I would I, hate I, to have been in a theater been deafened by this film. Okay, <laughs> I've been bleeding from my ears coming out. Like imagine this film redone and and like just put out in Adobe set, surround sound. 
in like an IMAX theater, everybody's going to leave with their ears bleeding and like half blind. Okay. So, so this image that I'm showing you guys, is this how clear it was for you guys when you watched yes. the movie? It was yeah, about that clear. Okay. Because I my DVD copy of it's a remastered DVD. So they cleaned up the image and the sound some. So I might have had a slightly uh, better experience. I mean, mine was dark. Lightly. Mine was dark. Better. But like, mine was closer to the exterior shots the were really was... bad. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I could really. I could really tell when they were either somewhere that was like New York, obviously in L.A. or San Francisco, and on a back lot. Like, the outdoor scenes had no consistency. So, doing my research for uh, the libraries, by the way, callback, um, was one of the options to find a library related was where they shot the place, and that would have been um, L.A. And in this case, I chose not to do it because it would have been too... But apparently the whole thing was shot in L.A. Universal Sound Studios. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense because like they looked like they were trying to do New York, but I was like, no, that's L.A. No, I, there was so was much trying... blue screen on that. There was, so there much. was. And I could I, tell so when they I were wanted... using the back lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to, but I want to jump back a tiny bit from where they were in New York. I just want to mention the weird Muppet claymation. Was it Dormammu? I don't yeah. know what the monster theme was. I don't know what that was, was either. And was by the way, Morgan Le Fay, 15th century. Why are we putting her in the 15th century? That's not when yeah, she was a character. Because like, she said too. she was defeated by a wizard. And I was like, Merlin? Oh, no, it's this Lindemere guy or whatever, the old man. I just referred to him as the old man yeah, the whole time. I did, too, because of how they refer to it, which I'll address in a second. I thought it was um, the ancient one. And it wasn't. I thought it was the ancient one too. The first time I originally watched it, I had I, to look I, I check it. That the ancient before. one is that like light thing at the end. Yeah, that's what it's, gets it's credited. weird. I mean, I'm just gonna go on and jump to it. The, the yeah. watching Wong call the old white man master is very cringy. Oh, it was so cringy. And that actor, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, um, Clyde Katsu. He played Commander Watanabe in the 1976 Midway film with Charlton Heston. And then he had to go do this. Oh, really? He's been in a oh. lot of stuff, actually. He's been around a bunch. He's still around. But that was this is like a sad low point for him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, any such... any actor of uh, AP, what is it, APJ, API, cor- you know, um, background would, would like gladly come on here and tell you about these struggles and be like, no, that's pretty that's probably pretty standard for no it just yeah, it's, it might so be bad. standard. It's just today it's that's it's bad, very but hard. It's it's almost a guarantee, I bet for yeah, for I get it. I mean, like yeah. the, the, the and, you know the sound the lighting was all weird too. It was either yeah. too now, dark the, or too hmm? bright. Now did the master live in a like I don't understand his house. Like the interior design of his house like a cave. <laughs> yeah it was like cave it's work. Very strange. Yeah, I didn't understand his house, and he knows Stephen. But then we get to see the man himself, the man of the hour, the cocky bastard who just wants to fuck everything that he sees. Uh, Tony Stark. Oh, it, sorry, it's very Tony Stark. <laughs> it's so weird. You know what? He owns it. He plays it. This Doctor Strange fucks. Yes, I mean, he does. This Stephen Strange gets it on, yeah. especially with that nurse Sarah, with- who apparently is a repeat visitor. Hey-oh. Apparently. And Apparently. he's a psychiatric uh, doctor? What the? Uh, yeah. 
Oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I got to mention, so after we meet Doctor Strange, we go to seeing like Morgan's plan of staring at people. Three days. He has very weird. Um, Is it just me or when she was staring at um, at Clea? Clea. Did it look like Morgan was going to come staring at her? There's like this weird scene. I think that there's a mistake. Look, I got a theory. I Uh, think that everybody who's asked to do an intense stare in this movie is in their brain referencing what it's like to like have sex. I think that's what they're doing. (laughs) Media lovers' eyes or something is their motivation. For the most part, they're all imagining mediocre sex. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And 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 then that poor woman, poor Kalia. And then I love when the the master's like next to her, and Kalia is just like like over the bridge. And then they like at first you're like that's actually a decent shot, and then they show it to you multiple other times from different angles, and you're like, oh, that's clearly a puppet. Like, <laughs> that is not a real person. And then he hits the ground. And I love how the, the driver's like, No, he came out. No, not my fault. And then the master just like gets up and just holds his back and walks off. Like, oh, well, he holds good. his leg. He broke his hip, dude. And then he healed it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, well, he, but he's got his hand like higher than his hip. It looks like when he walks away. Cause I, uh, to me, it looked like know. his back pain. Maybe he had kidney it was problems weird. or something. It was very, very weird. I don't understand what they were what they were doing um, in that. But then we start to see some of like Doctor Strange's ha- like the house and like Morgan trying to like get the cat to do stuff. Yeah, which that weird. idiot later yeah. will literally let it go across the threshold. What a moron! Yeah, yeah. But can that, we that... can we call out by the way that that the the master I, I forget who the, oh, the character's he... name at the moment, top of my head off. Um, but I, I almost want to like I when it first came on screen and he like that that character's like he's doing his thing at the like writing desk and he's like oh and he like passes out kind of in the back. Uh-huh. I was <laughs> like, are are we watching our first Stan watch? Because he looks a lot like Stan Lee to me. Nope, no, uh, no, no Stan uh, in this no, he's one. Not. He is not. We I are know. getting no, very. Is not. We are getting very close to our first Stan watch. Um, actually. Mm. The, the first official one, but you guys aren't watching yet, and we'll discuss that a little bit later when we discuss next week's movies. Okay, um, when they're in the hospital, when they go back to the hospital, I think I were talking about the hospital. Yes. Well, Strange goes to sleep, and the girl goes to sleep, and they like share the same dream or something like that. Uh huh. Like in the background, yeah. it, like when he goes to sleep, it looks like there's some sort of horror place. I couldn't tell if it was like Three Stooges or Laurel and Hardy. Something was on when he went to Maybe sleep. It was both. And the hospital has like this weird brutalist architecture that was really off-putting. And they continue to do redub sound with voices. Yes. John now, Mills. I, uh, John Mills. Um, when she when we're watching Clea in her room before everything starts to happen, that's gonna lead to this weird event. Um, is it just me or was it very reminiscent of Ghostbusters? Like, were you expecting while she's in that chair? Her arms to reach out and grab her breast and then hold her back in the chair. No, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. No. Oh, I no. was totally expecting. A, I was totally expecting a Dana Barrett moment. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> but then we have a then... case of dreamwalking. 
We got some dream walking, the weird dream walking. He wasn't even Doctor Strange until the last 20 minutes. He was dream walking practically every other time. Because he's special. It was brutal. It was brutal. Like it was like there's nobody could have cared less. I I wonder It was like it was like all the boring parts of the twenty eighteen movie. Yes. Now if here whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Turned into a longer movie. (laughs) No, I love that movie. Watch your mouth. We'll discuss that a little bit later. There's a you couple moments. Mouth. There's a couple months. I'll a lot of weird music. <laughs> Young woman always freaks out about the medication. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I want to mention. The medication. Thank you for bringing that up. If I ever go back in time to 1978, you are never allowed me. Never. Well, you can never allow me to go into a hospital in New York City because apparently the first thing they're going to do is throw you in a psych ward. <laughs> they're going to force you to take medication. Even though you haven't been prescribed medication, they're gonna be like, just take this medication. And then when you when you get annoyed and you don't take it, then they're just gonna dope you up. Mm-hmm. Like the worst hospital ever. Damn that Dr. Taylor. Fucking Dr. Taylor. And um, he and Strange you don't can, like each other. They don't agree on can, how to do things. This is General Hospital. Thank you for watching it, our it, soap opera. You can see my literal note. Standard procedure is to just give people random meds. What the fuck? <sighs> that I was just like, never. I like, I just didn't understand. And by the way, it. and then we go Wong, back to Wong is just a is an errand boy. That's all he is in this film. It's That's pathetic. Wong was in the comics though. At this point, I know. Time. True. I mean, he was nowhere near. And then she goes into a coma. He gives her meds, and yeah. she goes to a coma. That's what happens when I get meds. Yeah, this poor woman. This poor woman gets put through the ringer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get to the spot where um, she's in this. She's she's asleep, and we get Doctor Strange going into like the dream world to like try to get her out, and then meeting Morgan. Um, that's when we get to this this classic scene here with um, the Master very weirdly in the the vines from hell. Um, and I love when Morgan. Morgan's like, join me, join me, join me. Or I should fuck say, me, Morgan's fuck like, me, fuck, me, fuck, fuck me, me, fuck me, fuck me. And then she's like, oh, 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 shit. You got a ring on. I can't fuck you with that ring on. You got to take your ring off. And he's like, I can't take my ring off. I'm like, no, take your ring off. That was so weird to me. It was very bizarre. Uh, yes, it was. Okay, I got to bring something up. I had to stop this film at 50 minutes. Okay. okay. And I wrote this down. This has no business being a movie if it takes 50 minutes out of a 93 minute movie to get to the goddamn hero getting initiated yes i agree 100 percent. it took forever for that and you wonder why it didn't get picked up as a tv series because he has a blank stare right before he leaves the thing he stops and just stares off into the middle distance and i'm like what is that are you posing yeah. for a snapshot? Yeah. No, it's it's so there's Probably. so much weird about this movie and I remember when I first watched it and I wanted to to like this movie and then I see it and I'm like, "Oh, it's so cringy. It's so hard." But I never thought I was going to get the Benedict Cumberbatch movie and I thought this was going to be all I'd ever get a Doctor Strange. Well, there there so is one thing it. There is one thing worth noting that they do a weird bunch of Jesus parallels. Did you catch those? I did not catch those. Okay, so when he's brought in and he's being talked to by the old man thing, it's noted that he's now 33. Okay? Uh When he's down in, I guess, hell, 
um, and Morgan is tempting him. She's like, it's like the devil tempting Jesus. Like she offers him things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right. Yep. I can okay. See this is a weird thing. And then of course that's just met with the whole fact that she's horny as fuck for him, which yeah. is apparently her entire he's motivation. Also, he's also like the, the chosen one. Yes. I know there's all kinds of weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very strange. Yeah. None very of that strange. made sense to me. Truthfully. <laughs> I don't think it made sense to anyone. <laughs> so, um, all that said, um, the movie, um, okay, we're, I'm going to ask you a first question, then I'm going to ask you for the rating. So here's the first question. Um, Eric, this goes to you right now. Yes or no, would you ever watch this movie again? No. John, would you ever watch this movie again? No. Hard no. <laughs> All right. So keep in mind, I've seen this now three times. So oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry. Because <laughs> um, I... I like to torture myself. <laughs> Eric, right now, one out of five Rachels. How many Rachels does this movie get? Two. John, how many um, alleys does this get? Gets like a negative two. Can I give it a negative? <laughs> no, you can't go into the negative. All right, like one fourth of one. I so give like this a one and a half Rachels. Okay, um, it's a one and a half star for me. Um, where does it list um, on your list, Eric? Where Where is it at? <clears throat> keep in mind, you only got like five things there. I know, but I need to go back and check. Um, John, while he's checking on yours, where's yours? This is the worst movie we've watched. So it's your it's your bottom. All right. Yeah, Eric, is it your? Are you are you topping it? Is it your top? Like where is it? Yeah, it's the worst so far. It's the worst so far. It is on mine number fourteen, not the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, it is right above it is Ultimate Avengers the movie. And right below it is Ultimate Avengers 2. <laughs> I, I like it just enough more than Ultimate Avengers 2, but it is a bad movie. Um, so I can't rank it any higher than any than last simply because when you want to murder the sound designer for a thing, you're kind of like way past the point stuck, of no return. Stuck on it, man. Stuck on it. I, yeah. I, I, I really am. I just can't help it, man. Just between the dubbing and the music being too loud and all kinds no. of things. It's just bugging the crap out of me. I'm gonna beg to differ yeah. here, man. I, I like the I like the 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 music at least. I You're a masochist, was... okay? <laughs> the music was beautifully seventies and too I, loud. I will, I will well, say I didn't have that issue. I won't lie. I, I will say what I what I do like about the movie is um I I do kind of like the music a little bit. I, I the last sequence, even though it is very weird, the whole like "fuck me, fuck me, your ring, your ring," <laughs> did remind me of like old Doctor Strange comics, and I feel they did in that one sequence only. They captured a little bit of what it's like to read the books from that time period. I need to read I more think. Doctor Strange, apparently. Jeez. Uh, but all in the that. service of a Next demon week, who looked like a decorated hand sock. <laughs> just look like a decorated hand sock. Um, speaking of decorated hand socks, next week I will be watching Captain America from 1979. 1979's Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. Mm -hmm. 1990's Captain America. And then the infamous 1994 Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. We will all watch that bad boy. 
that's going to be exciting. But then the next week, it's going to be very pleasant stuff for me. It's a lot of Incredible Hulk, and I love Lou Ferrigno's Incredible Hulk. So we are getting there. So let's move on to some enjoyable things, some things that we all kind of enjoy. Let's move over to Pitch Please. Now, we're going to do this one a slightly different. Um, you can all see on my screen, I've got this beautiful little timer going here. In a moment, I'm going to hit this little button. And Eric, you will have one minute to sell us on a pitch. It's elevator pitch time, baby. This week. One minute. Of, so, of Eric, what? A pitch of what am I selling? Whatever you enjoyed this week. What did you recommendation. enjoy? Recommendation. Like did last week. Oh, elevator pitch, man. Recommendation. All right. All right. Maybe you want to watch right. it. Yep. All right. So, let me know when you're ready, Eric, and I will start the timer. You'll have one minute exactly. Hit me. Go. All right. So this week I watched Severance. Um, we finally got around to watching Severance, and yeah, it's it, it equals the hype. Um, it it gripped us immediately, Rachel and I. I say in that sense, um, it <laughs> was a really awesome first two episodes. For those of you who have seen it, you 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 kind of know what I'm talking about, but it's it's arguably one episode from two perspectives and two kind of ways of telling the story. Um and it's a really interesting take on kind of that idea that I imagine just started as someone saying, hey, what if we actually were separate from our work selves and a work-life balance? Like, what what if we actually could separate those two things out? Um, it really explores that pretty well, and I, I definitely recommend it for anyone who can. Apple TV Plus. Awesome. Thank you so much, Eric. You did it. All right, John, let me know when you are ready. Go. Okay, I wanted to do Severance, but since Eric jumped all over that ah! one, copycat, <laughs> I'm going to do Vengeance by PJ Novak, uh, which came out uh, last mm. year. Really good movie. Really quite fascinating. He's a New York guy who just is frivolous and unengaged. Ends up finding out about a young woman got got murdered. He gets she gets called by her brother, um, who thinks that they're dating. He goes to West Texas and gets dropped into a situation with people who he has no idea how to deal with. Being from New York, and he has to adapt all along the way. He's trying to turn it into a podcast. Um, and then it takes from a very comedic and serious, it takes a really dark turn with some twists that end up in a place that you never see coming. Really good cast. Ashton Kutcher is also in it. BJ Novak, some other actors I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's a really interesting depiction about the ways that America can be very different, but yet the same. Time. I will be talking about the food that built America. Um, this is a new season of the show. It's on History Channel. I've been watching them since the beginning. Um, this season has been great. We are on season four, I do believe. Mm -hmm. The first episode of season four was about um, Pop-Tarts and breakfast foods, which was great. But what the episode I watched this week that makes me recommend it is it was about holiday foods. Um, where did candy corn come from? Mm. Where did um, Peeps actually come from? Tying it back to the Pe Pepsi. <laughs> um, and it was in the Valentine's Day hearts. That was really fascinating. The candy press that used those was invented in Boston. Um, so guy in Boston basically invented candy as we know it today. He invented the little um, hearts with a press. It was kind of cool. Highly recommend it if you're into food history and you just want to know random fun facts. 
So there we go. That is my recommendation for the week, the food that built America. So, so yeah, is that is that the um what is it? Necco wafers, you know, Necco North, the New England candy company. Is that is that the company you're talking about? Yes, that is actually. Nice. Yeah, it was um it was a pharmacist. Yeah, they're um who are yeah, he was essentially a pharmacist who they used to put um the medicine in candy or sorry, it was mm. uh, like in like in sweets to make you want to take it and his stuff was really popular and so he was like, well hell, what happens if I just make the candy? And so he made it and um, he was doing different things and they tried to do um, like baseball logos or stuff and it ends up becoming the hearts. Um, the the fascinating one to me though was candy corn. Once they invent it, they try to um, push it on a holiday, but they tried to, and it was originally called uh, chicken feed. They tried to push it on Christmas and they wouldn't want a chicken feed for Christmas. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> There's like, they show images of like Santa riding chickens, dropping chicken feed down your chimneys. Uh, but then they decided to change it to Halloween when they changed it to candy corn and it, and it took up, uh, took over. So it was pretty cool. So wait, um, is Neko, is Neko the company that originated the, uh, the candy hearts, the sweethearts? Yep. 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 They, so they decided um, to, oh. th- cause they couldn't produce in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's just dump all of our production um, during Val- this new holiday called Valentine's Day. Okay. And they dumped it um, there. So, yeah. That makes sense why those taste about as good as Necco wafers. <laughs> yep. That's exactly <laughs> why. So there we go. So that is the pitch, please. So I think we nailed it. We kind of did it. We nailed it, guys. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know. I'm seeing 102, 101, 101. First of all, I nailed it. You didn't stop the timer correctly on me. So I'm just calling that out right there. We, we, all, we all nailed it. So now we're going <laughs> to nail one last thing. We're going to nail some homework. Ooh. So last week, um, I was challenged challenged i dare say by mr eric to come up with my top 10 male marvel costumes and yes that is a mouthful but i'll allow it um so i did exactly that i created my top 10 and uh here we go let's do some top 10s here i'm gonna just move this out of my way so i can see my number 10 male marvel costume is a character called x-man um nate gray in the age of apocalypse and you're probably going to see a theme running through some of mine um but x-man from age of apocalypse it was just a cool outfit i love this character so much the blues the yellows everything popped good i loved it yeah it, it was it was great my number nine is Ghost Rider. Um, and I'm picking the Ghost Rider that was around when I was a kid, Mr. Danny Keith. And it's just a cool, iconic design. Like, you can't get more iconic um, from Marvel than um, than this particular Ghost Rider. The, the leather chain, or the leather, like, jacket, the chains, the spikes, all of it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my number eight is Spidey 2099, who will be showing up in Into the Spider-Verse 2. Correct. Uh, Mr. Miguel here. Um, I Played love... by Oscar Isaac. Played Voice. by Daddy himself, Mr. Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Don't tease me, Casey. <laughs> um, I I love this. This costume to me is so iconic. I, I love it. Um, you'll also sense a small theme here as we go through this. 
Um, but I, I love, I love Spidey 299. I hated the books, but I love the design. It was something just cool about this design. Um, my number seven is Mr. Nathaniel Essex, Mr. Sinister himself. Uh, I I was torn between this design of him or this Age of Apocalypse design. Both yeah. of them are iconic to me. Um, but you know, this one's just I don't know, the, the way they draw the cape in this one, it's it's just really cool. Um right. and speaking of uh Mr. Nate Gray, here he is right there again. Um so that's Mr. Nathaniel Essex, Mr. Sinister. My number six before you guys start joining in is Citizen oh, B from yeah. Thunderbolts. Um, Eric, this is who Baron Zemo becomes. What? Um, yeah. so they, they could do this in the Thunderbolts movie. They could have it would just be Baron reversed Zemo. in a lot of ways. It yeah. would be like we know who he already is, not the twist. Yeah. In the comics, it was a twist. We didn't know it was a bad guy. The Thunderbolts were this new group of heroes, and at the end of the first issue, we discover they're all secretly bad guys. What? Um, and it was really cool moment for Marvel. Um, but I love, I just love this design. Um, there's just something uh, cool about it. Um, it was pretty cool. All right. Now we get to the number five. So I believe Eric is going to be first. So do you want to say it and then me flip it? Or do you want me to flip, no, it, and flip it? it and I'll say it at the same All time. right, here we go. Eric's number five is Wolverine. That's right. It's a little cliche, which is why I put him down at number five. Uh, it's it's a little bit of an easy score, but at the same time, yellow and blue Wolverine with the the giant black eyes coming right up and, and forming the ears almost. Um, that is an iconic Wolverine look to me. That is that is reminiscent of my childhood. Um, I look forward to X Men ninety seven. Oh, it it is a cool design. I almost put a Wolverine on mine. Um, I almost put the age of apocalypse wolverine actually on mine good choice and, and i will say uh, that is a part of my childhood is going to be a recurring theme you're going to hear that coming back up <laughs> a few more don't times. worry there's a theme to mine too <laughs> yep all right mr evans is number five is king slash he who remains and particularly nice. the nice. version Nice. Ooh, I love that design too. Oh, it's so good. Particularly the the main that amazing. across across the character so far. Yeah. And yeah. of course, these might actually be the same character according to certain theories. So same I variant. think they are not the same characters, but that's just my theory. Um, we'll get there. No, that's a really good choice. I love that. I love that design. They did so this is one might be the best particularly King the Conqueror, might be the best um, adaptation from um, oh, yes. the screen. Oh, it really is, because I, I actually have to say yeah. I hated the Ultron adaptation. I was not too. a fan. Uh, I know. I hope they bring it back and they... they I like a classic. Them. I hope that... I want a mock to that, that looks uh, a little better. All right. My number five is bum 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 the sure. green goblin. I love green goblin so much. And the design, the purple and the green and the mask. Oh, so cool. We've already synced up color wise, Casey. We're doing good here. We did purple sync green. up color wise. Purple green. Purple. Uh can't I can't be if I have if I could get that look on screen, I'd be so happy. I really hope. They when they fully and bring him into the MCU, we get this. This is what I want, and I I could die a happy person. I think you could get a really great version of of the Goblin, uh, Green Goblin, and even Hobgoblin. I just want to throw that. Oh, Hobgoblin would be really. I love Hobgoblin, but um, 
the, I think you could get good versions in like a Spider Verse sort of way. Like that that would be animated nice. would look really good if you did that in the Spider Verse. They could bring them back really well there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. I can see that work really well. That style. Mm-hmm. Eric, your number four is number four. boom. Ooh. Silver Surfer. That's right. Oh, I nice. he's at number four because arguably I like I was in my head like I was like, well, there's not much outfit to it, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, he is wearing shorts, so we got to give him that at least. You did too. Um, you did do Jack that's, Kirby. That's good. I yeah. did. I, I I wanted to make sure I picked the original because to me there was always just something cool. Not 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 to draw my childhood here because that's not as much to me. Just all throughout my life, I've always thought Silver Surfer was kind of cool as just an idea, like this kind of amorphous, kind of like a T two Terminator type, you know, blob uh, mm-hmm. of, of energy slash who knows, you know, all Jack King Kirby I'm man. Sure. It's only from that and brain can something like this emerge. That man <laughs> had some stuff. Yes, he did. No, it's, so. It's... Iconic. So he he's on there as much for character design as he is for outfits. That's nice. that's awesome. Nice. He I like he it. He always looks great. I yeah. can't wait to see him in the MCU at some point. And first of all, I guess to a design question, how do you get your shorts to be the exact same shininess as your whole body? That's pretty impressive. Cosmic energy. Cosmic energy. Cosmic energy. Cosmic energy. All right, here we go. Mr. Evans, what is your number four? Uh, Moon Knight. Ooh, and I particularly yeah. now I wanted to put in the version that he turns into when he's Mr. Knight, but I really like the way the MCU did that character. Like they did him right. They did. And that's the thing that I, I like. Costumes for sure. I, oh, yeah. I so I love I love how he looked in this, but I would have picked the David Finch um Moon Knight. Like from that first issue that he did, oh my god, the costume looks so good in that. But this was this is one of the best MCU ones. I, I you'll really see like. that mine are very much connected to the mainline MCU ones. You're going to see a pattern here. Yeah, yeah. My number four is survey says Scarlet Ooh. Spider again. Mm. I, I love the Spider-Man character. I, I love Spider-Man so much, and this That's is a good one. Ben Reilly's. Um, Scarlet Spider. I love like the jacket or the sorry the the hoodie that's like with the ripped off sleeves, the red, the the um the way he did they did his um, web shooters and everything. It looked so good. I would be so happy if we could get him in this in the MCU. And there he is in one of the trailers for Into the Spider Verse two, so we should get to see him there. But I don't know how they're gonna play him. Uh, I feel like he and Miles have similar vibes going. With the a choice of the apparel, they do, uh, and that's God, a Rob Leinfeld drawing too. <laughs> it is because you can see there's no feet. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love, <laughs> I love Scarlet Spider. He's he's so cool. Even no, though he comes choice, from yeah. a storyline most people hate, but I I love it. No, he's he's got um, this Mr. sort of roguishness. It's like a roguish, like flip you the middle bird kind of thing to regular Spider Man. Makes me yeah. think of Spider Punk. A little bit. He is. He, yeah, a little bit. All right, here we go, Mr. Eric. What is your number three? We've got Sabretooth. Um, So Sabretooth is definitely a callback to my childhood. I had one of those, like, it was like a foot and a half, you know, sort of size dolls, uh, action figures uh, of Sabretooth. Um, and it was in this specific design with that white, or or I guess the, the plastic made it kind of more of a yellowy 
uh, sort of um, fur lining to his his mane or his mm-hmm. his his kind of a coat. It kind of you know goes goes against both ideas, um, and it's that 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 orange brownish kind of color scheme. Um, to me, it's just really cool. I always thought it was really neat. I, Cyburn, I kind baby. of like that his. So yeah, say Eric just wants burns, the mutton chops. Those, those those mutton chops obviously are incredible, but like I also thought like the the wool kind of coat look, you know, that is kind of built into him. Like I was like, it's a costume that doesn't feel like a costume, you know, at the same time. But at the same time, well, you look skin. at him like, like he yeah. takes that off. Like it seems like, well, no, because it look at him like it it doesn't look like a skin. It looks like a costume. No, I'm just it's saying, like the whole outfit looks like it's, it's it is yeah, it, yeah the way he wears it. Yeah, it yeah, looks it's, like it's so yeah, skin totally. tight because they they spray yeah. painted on. If, if you didn't, oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's Clearly. the case with most superheroes. Yeah, male or female. Which, by the way, fun fun aside here, I thought we were doing any any, and I was immediately like looking up Psylocke pictures. So if we get to females, you'll you'll know who's at least one on my list. Don't preview <laughs> next week yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Number Evans, one, number three, number three, number your four. number three is number three, and now not just any Iron Man armor. I'm talking nanotech one, Infinity oh, War, I... nanotech. So can I just say I'm shocked that this is your number three because I know how much you love Iron Man. I do. Um, so I'm curious to know what your number one is going to be, Cyclops. Um, no. No, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that is that is a good suit. I don't know if that would be my. I'm trying to. My, I think it's my favorite of the Iron Man armors in the in the MCU. I think that is my favorite one. Uh, just the way can, that the whole like sleekness of it. it so if I can say any any Iron Man's, uh, so is this your favorite Iron Man suit overall, or just no, MCU? No, this is MCU which, only. Which, okay, what's your what's your favorite overall? Oh God, you're gonna hate mine. I think it's the not the maybe the modular one. Oh God, there's a lot of ones, but I mean, I, there's not any that there's not too many I dislike. But if I had to go classic, like the classic red and gold, is one of my favorites. There's too many to like. That's the problem. And the in the comic books, there's too many to like. There's just too many MCU. It's easier to narrow it down. I can narrow down my comic one really easily, but I will say my my MCU one. This is just the first one from the first movie. It's my favorite. Not the um, not the cave one, but his first actual okay, like Mark when we see him in the yeah when we see him in the red gold. My favorite. You're gonna hate this. I I know you're gonna hate this automatically. My favorite is honestly, Heroes Reborn. I love that because that was where also when I first started reading Iron Man. I that was I don't hate Iron it, Man but I would not rank that one highly. But I it's know, not I know the that's worst. Was, like, it's not the worst. Yeah. Um, my number three, Holocaust. Of oh, Age of Apocalypse so much. Mm. Oh my god, I love this. This is Apocalypse's son. Um, in the Age of Apocalypse world, he was called Holocaust. Um, in the regular MCU timeline, Joe Madaria work right there, baby. God, I I drew I this Joe Madaria so many times. I miss Joe Madaria doing mainline comics. Man, I loved his art. Yeah, and like John can attest, he's probably seen my drawing. I've literally drawn this image so many times. Um, I love it so much. I just found an in-package Holocaust action figure. Um, nice package still in box. Um, I just bought it the other day. Um, I have um, an open one, my original open ones at the house. So anyway, I love Holocaust. Such a great character. Um, Eric, who is your number two? 
my number two is Mr. Sinister. Oh, we had a crossover. Yeah, I mean, not the exact nice. number, but... and maybe maybe not quite the expected choice for me because no. it's not quite an MCU character or anything yet, which is where I tend to follow. I I remember again. This is a childhood memory sort of callback, but I remember um, liking him as a child, and especially mm-hmm. that that cape look and that tattered slash ribbons that create the cape and i i remember like it this isn't the best picture of it but there's other images where it would be very rigid and very kind of like almost like um spider legs and 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 kind of and spines in that way almost spawn-esque at times um and and to me i always just love the design and so when i was thinking through things i I stumbled upon this oh yeah definitely nice nice i definitely i definitely like um this one um, Sinister's always been a great character. Have I heard love. a rumor that he's he's he could be played in the MCU by John Hamm? Um, there were rumors he was going to appear in Logan, um, and it was going to be John Hamm playing him. Um, so, um, speaking of rumors and John Hamm, John, can you ham it up with your number two? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Killmonger, Black Panther. Ooh, I like his. There was something about his version of it that I really liked. Right. I have a weird soft spot for Killmonger in the movies, in particular. So no, I like him in the movie. I just, I'm just personally not a fan of this particular I get design. It. But um, I, I, they handled him very well in the movie. I love his. He's one of the best villains they've had. I would say I like the design of Killmonger outside of the suit better than in the suit. With yes, the, the, the raised uh, beaded chest and stuff like that. That's I, I agree. Intense and adds to his character very well. I agree. My number two is bam spider carnage so this is Ooh. ben riley spider-man um in his spectacular no it's his sensational spider-man suit um and, and there was a storyline where carnage took over him hmm. got um he got the carnage symbiote and it created this amazing art and i love it so much he's only in a couple of issues the art the the style is so cool they actually do use this design one time in the amazing spider-man cartoon or sorry um the spider-man animated series cartoon um nice. i think it's the last episode they actually do use this design once um it's really cool i love it it's so iconic nice all right yeah, that's pretty eric cool. Your number one is well, an interesting crossover here. Is, ah, oh. is just Carnage. Actually, uh, I almost had him as my number one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> as as a product of the '90s, for sure. Uh, I think Carnage speaks to a lot of people. Um, I I certainly have a lot of memories trying to pretend that I was Carnage, zipping around things in my head or in my. My son body. wants to be Venom. Yeah, and, and and I I remember Venom was cool, but Carnage felt like cooler, an unleashed emotion. Yeah. You know, like I mean, obviously that's his name, right? And so, but not not an emotion, but still, like you. It's all like of, chaotic evil. That's what it is. And I purposely picked a picture, which our listeners can definitely see because it's an audio medium, um, where he's like turning his hand into a blade and stuff. And to me, that really embodies the carnage that I think of, where he wasn't just this kind of red symbiote thing, but like he was building weapons to like torture people with, basically, and, and to perform insane, crazy acts. And I don't know what it says about me that he's my number one. I just thought he looked cool. Um, And that he... 
that he was never really in control, like that the symbiote was always kind of sprawling out in terms of his design. It was always trying to almost escape him. Because he's unhinged, un, un, uncontainable. Yeah. yeah, that that was always just a cool design to me. So he is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, um, if not my favorite. Definitely. I love Definitely. Carnage so much. I have so much Carnage artwork and um, so many issues of Carnage. Um, I love him. I almost picked him as my number one, but I have something better for my number one. Ooh. I think, um, John, your number one is not Iron Man, but. Sam Wilson as Captain America because the way they executed that in the in the TV show Falcon Winter Soldier was just like chef's kiss. Mwah. Yeah, that so was good. actually a gorgeous suit. I, so I almost, good. I almost picked that, was, that one. That was, that was, particularly I stuck, and like I said, I stuck solidly to the MCU. Yeah, so if I was evaluating just within the MCU, that is the tops right there. Wow. I, so what I will say, though, I feel the MCU version of this outfit looks better than the comic version there's something off i concur the comic version that i don't know what it is but this looks way better i think My... it's because in this one it's less of a skin tight thing and more of an armor like thing yeah i think that's one of the things that i think makes it work so well in the in I the actually... tv show that it doesn't necessarily translate as well onto the comic book page based on the design I think that's worth a call out in general, and I know we'll get to them later too in terms of the movies and, and the show in general in the MCU. But like the way that they handled um, Captain America as kind of almost like an army sort of uniform at every sort of turn of the the incarnation of his his out his outfits, and same with Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool, a really well done gun way of uh, you know kind of making that. They kept a uniformity kind of to stand, it that makes you think. Yeah, you know, it makes you think military because there's a uniformity or like exactly. a, a purposeful design that's meant to invoke a certain thing. Yeah, they did well with all of those because I thought I considered all of Captain America like Steve Rogers, too. And I, I liked a lot of them. The one that if I had to rank them, actually, his Avengers one is my least favorite. No, his like, first uh, initial or like the first one he wears is a costume on the USO tour and the Avengers one movie one. Those are my least favorites. After that, most of them get pretty decent. Yeah. I love the USO shield, though. God. Anyway. Well, that's because it's um, a throwback I... to the classic. Yeah. I know. I just love that shield. Um, all right, all right, my all right. number Absolutely. one is not MC related. It is going back again for the third time to the Age of Apocalypse, Sunfire. I love this costume it makes me so happy again barely a costume though so <laughs> many times but it's so good it's like it's just perfect it's so perfect and the uh, way oh joe maduria the way joe maduria renders it though is what makes it so good yeah. because that one it the top like left skeleton. hand look at that top left hand image i've drawn that i love that same picture. yeah I I love I love this just the whole concept of his his body couldn't maintain the flames and the heat anymore and he has to wear this like exosuit um, type thing that that's what the black is that we're seeing oh it's so such an awesome design I love it um, this is my favorite Marvel probably costume design period I just love this particular um, iteration so there we go that is the top tens. Ladies and gentlemen, so with that, I need someone, I think it's Mr. Evans, to give me what is next week's 
Next All week, let's go counterpart here. Let's do the top 10 Marvel female costumes. Let's just keep Psylocke, it going. Psylocke, Psylocke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Keep it in your pants, Eric. Jesus Christ, man. Yes. Why don't you? I'm going to get you that issue of of X Men, and you can watch her getting out of the pool and keep a close eye on Scott staring her down. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go find that image for you. Just you like, and then Jean Grey goes, "What are you staring at?" Oh gosh, please! You're bringing up the swimsuit special. No, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, John. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another exciting episode. It's called Thursday. Not the not funny guys proudly present off the reels. I am Casey Franklin. You can find me at Vash Maxwell at um at Sorry, at Twitter, um, Vash Maxwell. You can also find me as Casey Franklin on Hive, which I need to actually get back to using more. Where can they find you, Mr. Evans? You can find me on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design or on Twitter at arching with a PhD, all one word. Mr. And Eric, Eric, you can you find him find lost in the woods somewhere along the Potomac <laughs> River in Northern Virginia. That's better than anything I could have said, and and, and far truer. So, yep, there you go. This this is true. (laughs) Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you guys next week as we go through Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Have a good night. Later. (laughs)